You're listening to The Jill Monaco Show, episode number 31. Welcome to The Jill Monaco Show. I'm your host, Jill. Each week, I hope to bring you a message that inspires, encourages, or challenges you to go after and live a life you love. Join me and my friends as we explore what it means to love God, love ourselves, and love others. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Here we go. Hey everyone, welcome back to The Jill Monaco Show. I'm starting a new series on the podcast today. It's called The Overcoming Series. I'll be sharing how to overcome rejection, jealousy, self-doubt, and fear. So be sure to subscribe and tune in for weekly teaching and encouragement. Well, today, I want to talk to you about something that I have a lot of experience with. Maybe you do too. Ready? Rejection. Oh, man. And rejection is just inevitable. Sooner or later, every single one of us will experience it. Some of us, most of us, more than once. And every time it happens, we can't help but ask ourselves some questions. Usually the first question is, why? Then come the thoughts that we rehearse over and over, replaying that moment of rejection, wishing we'd asked more questions or said less in response. Sometimes we wonder for weeks, what did I do wrong? Often we think, what can I do to fix this? Or how can I get him or her to accept me again? Rejection typically leads to one of four responses, at least in my experience and what I see with my clients. We'll either reject the person who rejected us, we'll reject others that we think are like the person who rejected us, we'll reject ourselves, or we'll reject God. Rejection triggers our emotions to respond in hurt, and if we entertain that for very long, we'll start to carry offense. That is a whole other podcast. But here's the thing that I've learned about the cycle of rejection. It all starts with our emotions, but it's our thoughts that make or break us. Our thoughts determine our beliefs, and our beliefs impact our responses and actions. So it all starts in the mind. When we rehearse what the other person did to reject us, then we've begun the process of solidifying a belief into an offense. Offense leads to things like resentment. Resentment leads to anger, and anger leads to hatred. Now, obsessive thinking builds a case and often becomes justification to punish others for their actions. And many of those tragic stories that we hear about involving abuse, violence, and even murder stem from rejection, and they are fueled by obsessive thinking. It is so vital that we gain control over our thoughts, which puts us in control of our actions. When rejection is from a family member or someone we're in a serious relationship with, it is so hard to move on right away. I get that. The level of pain is often tied to the level of commitment. If we have been deeply invested, it's hard to move forward without looking back. In fact, it's such an intense experience that according to psychology today, the brain feels emotional pain the same as physical pain. Imagine that. It's incredible how our bodies respond to our emotions and our thoughts. So I'm not discounting the pain rejection brings. I do hope to show you what we can do to overcome it and love well anyway. 
Are you willing to go through this with me? Come on. I know if you're listening to it this far, you have suffered from rejection, or you might still be suffering, and you really want to overcome it. I so want to help you. Now, I want to talk to you about thinking differently. Asking God what He thinks engages the power of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Now, who doesn't need more of that? I know I sure do. And God gives us the key to overcoming negative thoughts in response to rejection. I look at at it like this. It's prayer. Philippians 4, 7 says, When we pray, we will experience the peace of God that surpasses all understanding. It will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Romans 12, 2 says, We are to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. By discerning the will of God, we will know what is good and perfect. See, God made sure to tell us how important it is to guard and renew our minds. By submitting our will to God's will through prayer, we will have a renewal of peace. It is a promise. So what do prayer and renewing our minds in the midst of rejection look like? I want to share three specific things that will help you in this area. Are you ready? Number one, you will be rejected again, but it doesn't have to hurt. That's great news, right? But when you can learn how to overcome rejection, you won't respond with so much hurt the next time. Knowing that what someone meant as rejection, God meant as protection, it is freeing. Seriously, I encourage you to shift your focus. There are plenty of times I ask God in prayer to help me see a situation like He saw it and to see the person like He sees them. And it really helped to free me to move on. He just has a way of helping you to love the person in the midst of your rejection. Remember, Jesus experienced the worst kind of rejection by his friend, Judas, and the leaders of his day. His rejection even led to death. But that very rejection is what allows us to overcome the real enemy. Also, remember your real enemy isn't the person who rejected you. Don't let the enemy lie and say that person is the problem. In fact, it may be God who is protecting you and making sure you get his very best. Number two, your feelings are real, but they're not always telling you the truth. That can be confusing because feelings run deep and it's really hard to think differently than our feelings tell us, but we can do it with the help of the Holy Spirit. The Bible indicates that we are three-part beings, spirit, soul, and body. In other words, we are a spirit, we have a soul, and we live in a physical body. God comes to live in our spirit, and our soul is comprised of our mind, will, and emotions. That is where the battle lies. Although emotions aren't bad, they're not always a reflection of what God thinks. Isaiah 55, 9 tells us, For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. We need to line up our thoughts with God's thoughts. Overcome the enemy of your soul, your mind, will, and emotions with the spirit of truth. Don't let your emotions tell you what is true. Ask God what He thinks about the situation and then wait for an answer. Did you hear that? Wait for an answer. As you read His Word, ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to you what God wants you to see. And once you know His thoughts, you can commit to think like God. 
By doing that, you can rehearse His Word and His promises in your mind. And eventually, I promise you, your soul will catch up. Number three, your words have power, but only you can say them. Proverbs 18.21 says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And once you know the right thing to think from God, then you should declare it out loud. In fact, you must declare it out loud. I've heard once that our brains only believe what we say out loud. So that's why this is so very important. If someone told you you're never going to be married because you're so whatever, then speak the opposite from God's word to yourself. It may sound something like this. You know what? I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I'm going from glory to glory and God will bring me someone who sees me as the gift that I am. And then you can bless the very person who rejected you. Jesus gave us the secret. Matthew 5.44 says, But I say, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. So my suggestion is that you bless that person in prayer and watch the enemy completely lose his grip, not only on your rejection and on your pain, but to transform that into hope and blessing to that other person. Your pain will leave and the enemy will be completely defeated by your love. By applying God's word, overcoming rejection will be a shorter process than it has been in the past. You can have the life that God meant for you to live. You can walk free of the enemy's lies and enjoy the life that Christ gave you and get rid of the thoughts that have kept you bound. Line up your thoughts and your words with God's words. Your emotions will follow and you will have the joy of the Lord deep in your soul. So just to review those three things again, remember when overcoming rejection, you will be rejected again, but it doesn't have to hurt. Number two, your feelings are real, but they're not always telling you the truth. And number three, your words have power, but only you can say them. I bless you, my friend, to overcome rejection with the power of the Holy Spirit and the truth of God's word. I believe in you. You can do this. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast today. And if you did, there are a couple things I'd love for you to do. Number one, would you please subscribe to my show? That way, the most recent episode will always be in your feed and ready for you when you are. And second, if the ministry has impacted you and you'd like to help me to continue to reach others, please leave a review. You can click the link in the description and you can give support to the show now as well. You can find more from me and my ministry when you go to jillmonaco.com. You can click on the show notes here and you can find more information on how to overcome rejection. Thanks for tuning in today, my friends. And remember, love well. You were made for it.